Following a halt to their preparations for the three-test Castellog Alliance series due to several COVID-19 infections in their camp, the Springboks are set to resume training on Sunday. The world champions were forced to stop all training last week after Lok Luit de Jager tested positive for the coronavirus. Subsequently, a few more players and staff members contracted the virus, including captain Sia Kulisi and head coach Jacques Nienaber, that ultimately forced the cancellation of the second test against Georgia that was due to be played this past Friday. Players isolated in their hotel rooms since Monday to prevent any further spread within the squad. Those that returned negative results after Saturday's COVID-19 tests were cleared for training. SA Rugby Director of Rugby, Rassi Rasmus, will take charge of the training while Ninaber continues to isolate. Salsi Sharks hooker Fez Mbata and Vodacom Bulls prop Lizo Kuboka have been drafted into the squad to cover for those that have not been passed fit to resume practice sessions. The Castellog Alliance series continues as South Africa A will look to inflict the British and Irish Lions first loss on tour as the two do battle at the Cape Town Stadium. An exciting international to look forward to as the Wallabies play host to France in Melbourne. The action will come to you live on Supersports Rugby Channel. The second week of the Tour de France ended with a major mountain stage in the Pyrenees with 4,500 metres of elevation gain on the road. Taking the race into Andorra La Vea, a tiny principality nestled between France and Spain, stage 15 contained four categorised climbs, including the highest summit of the Tour. The whole breakaway, which was formed by a large group of riders, eventually came together. But none of the riders in the break were a threat to race leader today, Pogacar. The group containing 32 riders including Sergio Hanau of Quebeca Next Hash, stretched their lead out to nine minutes on the peloton. As the climbs intensified, news broke that sprinter Nasser Buhani abandoned the tour after struggling with discomfort following a crash on stage 13. The day had taken its toll on many riders who suffered on the climbs, while only a main general classification group was left with the peloton. American cyclist Sepkus, who hadn't enjoyed the best of tours, attacked off the front in pursuit of the stage win. Kusu lives in Andorra, worked extremely hard to negotiate the technical parts of the stage. He managed to give himself enough breathing space from a surging Alejandro Valverde to put Jumbo Visma's Tour de France back on track in terms of stage wins. The young American, 26 years of age, in his second Tour de France, is going now to win stage number 15. Sepkus, an emotional finish from Durango in the USA. Sepkus wins the stage to Andorra La Vea. Behind him is Alejandro Valverde, the oldest rider in the race. He's going to finish second on a brutal stage across the Pyrenees. Uh, it's incredible. I'm, I'm lost for words. Um, to be honest, I was really suffering a lot in this tour. Uh, I just didn't feel uh, like I had the um, the, the spice <laughs> in the legs. And uh, today, I, I I knew it was finishing uh, yeah, where I where I live, uh, and and I was really motivated for the stage. And uh, finally, I had the really good legs again. So uh, I'm I'm. The I'm so happy. 
the world's biggest cycling race heads into stage 16 and you can continue to follow the coverage from the Tour de France which is live on your World of Champions. Welcome to the final round of the Aberdeen Scottish Open from the Renaissance Club in North Berwick, Scotland. The Australian Wade Ormsby, he shot at the 12th. He's having a pretty so-so day until, until that. Hole in one for the Australian. Fantastic round of 69 for 12th. All smiles. This is a huge putt right here for Jack Sr. That par putt for a 66 and a top 10 got him a spot in the Open Championships next week. Well done, Jack Sr. World number one, John Rahm. He was everyone's favorite coming in. Long birdie putt at the ninth. Nothing but net, bottom of the hole. That was three birdies in five holes for Rahm, but unfortunately ended up with a 68 in seventh position. Fitzpatrick from long range at number seven. We talk all the time about his putting, didn't disappoint. Final round 67 for the Englishman. Thomas Dietrich, difficult position at the fourth, coming out of the rough. Very difficult left front hole location. Nothing to it, made it look easy. Dietrich would go on to make that putt. 67 in the final round, playing the final group. Minwoo Lee, this is a birdie putt at the eighth. Everything is going his way. This is for six in a row. Bottom. Minwoo Lee, he was round in 64 and posted 18 under par early. This is his second shot in the three-man playoff. It's Dietrich, Lee, and Fitzpatrick. And that shot set up a birdie putt. Could that be what it would take to win? Not a straightforward putt. Trying to win for the second time in the European Tour, and he does it. A great putt. He's a Rolex champion. And right there is the Aberdeen Scottish Open champion in 2021, Minwoo Lee. It's been a decade since the last Open at Royal St. George's and you can catch the 149th edition of the Major live on Supersport. Colombia's Sebastian Munoz was out to defend his one-shot lead over Brandon Hagee in the final round of the John Deere Classic on Sunday. There were also five players just two shots behind at the start of the round who would have backed themselves to challenge for the title. Munoz had a difficult start to his round as he was on two over par after just three holes played after bogeys on the par four first and the par three third, which saw the overnight lead slip out of his hands. The Colombian then sunk a 12-foot birdie putt on the par three seventh hole to work his way back back into the share of the lead, but he undid that with a bogey before the turn for a two-over par after nine holes. He struggled to recover from the slow start, and despite two birdies on the back nine, Munoz fell out of contention. 41-year-old Lucas Glover, on the other hand, worked his way into the mix. Back-to-back -back birdies to start his round and another on the eighth hole put him on three under par after the turn and lurking not far from the lead. A bogey on his second hole on the back nine looked to have derailed him, but he quickly put that behind him as he went on a phenomenal run of four consecutive birdies, showing his full bag of shots in the process and narrowly missing out on an eagle on the 15. Another birdie on 17 cemented his meteoric ascent to the top of the leaderboard and it saw him sign for a 7-under 64 to climb 11 places in the round for a two-stroke lead on 19-under for the tournament, and that was enough to secure him the title.
Six feet for par. Glover drains it. A 64 for Lucas Glover today. And Lucas Glover wins for the first time in 10 years. And for Glover, it's his fourth career PGA Tour victory. He's now won in the 2000s, the 2010s, and the 2020s. His fourth career win. Kentucky will host the next round of the PGA Tour, and you can catch the action live on Supersport. For the second race day in a row, the iconic skyline of New York looked over the Brooklyn racetrack for round 11 of the FIA Formula E season. After yesterday's drama that saw Maximilian Gunther come out on top, eyes were fixed on Nick Cassidy to see if the New Zealand driver could come up with the win in the Big Apple. The envisioned version driver started in third place as the lights went out with Sam Bird locking up the front of the grid. There was drama from the get-go as Jean-Éric Verne found himself stuck on the grid that brought about the safety car, the Frenchman's race coming to a premature end. Championship leader Eduardo Mortara made himself acquainted with the barrier, dropping down to 21st place after colliding with Jack Dennis. Bird was largely untroubled at the front, but at the back teammate Mitch Evans was battling hard to keep a podium place. The Jaguar driver eventually dropping down to 7th, with Cassidy taking 2nd place and Antonio Felix da Costa 3rd, as it was Bird who came out on top in New York and rocketed up to 1st place on the driver's championship standings. The Formula E action heads off to the Exile Circuit in London for round 12 of the season. All the drama will unfold on Supersport Tennis. South Africa's under-23 Olympic team have suffered a big blow following the withdrawal of five players due to various medical reasons. The changes come a week after Saskok announced the final squad for the rescheduled Tokyo Olympic Games. The players released from camp are Fagri Lakei, Lyle Foster, Abu Bakr Mubara, Sipo Mbule and Kaletsu Mahalwa. South Africa are in Group A with hosts Japan, France and Mexico. Coach David Matuani is set to name his replacements.